You are listening to episode 42 of the On The Wrong Lead podcast. Follow us on Twitter at at wrong underscore lead, youtube.com slash on the wrong lead, and visit our website at on the wrong lead.com. Chase, I believe this makes it three for three for us, right? We're just on a friggin' roll, man. Popping out these these podcasts, just content on content on content. I'm I'm laughing because I'm thinking about uh probably everyone's favorite sports movie, uh Major League, where uh the coach is sitting there and he's talking, he's like, All right, you win two in a row, that's back to back. You win three that's a winning streak. It has been done before. I feel a la Major League that we should have a cardboard cutout of a, a nude Caleb that's covered with pieces of clothing that we rip off for every time we, we do a consecutive podcast. I mean, I would say that I hate that idea. But, but you I actually kinda don't, it, right? I kind of don't hate the idea, yeah. We, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. We'll have to we'll have to workshop that one. We'll uh uh we'll have to, we'll have to get Caleb's consent. But I'm sure yeah, he's, he's usually I don't, I don't think so. Uh, he's I, usually yeah. down for anything though. He's usually down for anything. So he's well. he's down down to clown, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, we uh we got another uh I don't know. I was gonna say exciting week of uh of racing, but you know, I I think I don't know about you, Chase, but I think maybe it it could just be the fact that you know with the pandemic and everything. Like, um, I know I know Brian's talked about it. I we've talked about it. Me and you offline have talked about it. But just like, you know, because last year it seemed like the only thing we could do was bet horse races. We did a lot more of it. Like, I, I'm really really digging this break uh, that we've kind of had here the past couple of weeks. Like. Like last weekend, I was actually pretty light, and I actually had a pretty good weekend. Uh, I think I I I won a couple hundred bucks playing Santa Anita, but like that's pretty much all I played, and it was nice, you know. And I maybe I I put in like one or two wagers in yesterday. I put one or two in today, which you know normally I'm firing away, you know, at the pick five at Canterbury, or I'm. Um, you know, I'm playing multiple races and I was just kind of like, no. So it's been nice to kind of, you know, take a, take a little step back, take a little break, you know, retool a couple things. And, uh, you know, this weekend, uh, St- is Stephen Foster stakes, but, uh, you know, I've not exactly been doing well at, uh, at Churchill. So I'll probably be light this weekend again. You know what I think is a shame is that 2020 is going to be remembered as a year uh, of, just weird timing and racing and you know the fact that that racing was was actually like happening while while everything wasn't everything else basically wasn't happening and i think what's going to get like lost to history was just how stellar that's my one use of stellar by the way that's one that's one um how how excellent the racing in 2020 was Despite, you know, despite just like the, the closures and the, the weird, you know, the weirdness of the timing of everything was you had, you had just like, and it seemed like every single day you had excellent like stakes, you know, graded stakes caliber racing. And so it, it's been weird kind of adjusting back to it, um, to just a regular race schedule. And 
at the same time, I, I, I am appreciative of it because, like you said, having the break is nice, especially when it's something that you focus on, you know, 365, where even if you're not betting racing, you're thinking about races later in the week or things like that. But having just, like, easy cards to handicap that aren't just, like, absolutely, you know, mind-melting, uh, there's something to be said for this kind of kind of down period before you get into Saratoga, which, you know, Saratoga and Del Mar, which if you play those every single day of the meet are, are, they are absolute grinds. It is a grind to, to watch and handicap and, and bet those tracks and, you know, to be, to be profitable there because they're tough tracks to handicap. And also you just have to be really aware of the trends. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's late June, kind of did like a, a mid-year check-in uh you know i for the most part well yeah for the most part i generally probably put about 90 percent of my handle through nairabouts um not and that's not like a uh endorsement or anything i mean like i think it's fine um i think at a certain point most adws do the same yeah you just kind of got to figure out like the layout like what layout you like and you know, what kind of rewards and rebate and stuff like that you'll get. Um, unfortunately, in the state of Illinois, there's not much option for rebates. So I'm Naira Bets is pretty much the only one that will offer me a rebate, at least at this point. So just because of that, you know, that's where most of my money goes through. But um, the one of the things that I do like about, about Naira Bets is um, we have it has a really nice like stat tracking. Uh, you know, it'll break it down by pool, by uh, by track, by bet type, or yeah, but which is pool uh, by day. Um, and uh, you know, I did I did some looking back over the past couple uh, past couple of months, and you know, it, it's it's really interesting because compared to 2020, I feel like 2021 is just kind of like flipped on its head. Um, and I know, like like you said, 2020 was was kind of weird with the the, the types of tracks that are running when stuff got moved back and forth. Um, but like I somehow went from the daily double being like my my like worst uh, return on investment bet to now it's one of the few positive bets I have. I think it's daily double pick three and pick six. I'm positive on right now, um, and I'm pretty much I'm. I'm slight. I'm beating the takeout on on most everything else, with the exception of like pick fives, um, and uh, you know, it. Looking at the tracks that I'm profitable at, you know, I, we've talked. We talked about this. I want to say the beginning of the year, and just like I bashed and said, "Hey, I need to not play Gulfstream Park because I am not a Gulfstream Park player." Well, sure enough, and sure as shit, Chase. Uh, Gulfstream Park is far and away my highest return on investment track. Like, I think I'm like, I, I don't even remember. I think I'm like plus 40% or plus 50% at Gulfstream Park. It's just like nuts. Like I showed, I, I was talking to Caleb the other day and I, I showed him, I was like, uh, look at this. And he's like, yeah, you're not a Gulfstream Park player. Why the heck do you have a so much handle at Gulfstream Park and B why are you so positive at Gulfstream Park? And I, I couldn't explain it. I was like, I got, I got no clue, Caleb. I don't know what's going on. Um, I kind of think, I think the way the Gulfstream, the Gulf, that Gulfstream typically plays, especially with the with the turf, 
um, you know, the DERF, the early speed favoring DERF, that kind of actually makes a lot of sense to me, uh, to be honest. Um, with, I mean, we always call it the Josh Horse. You, you love you some early speed, and so does that turf course. So that, that kind of seems like a match made in heaven. But I, I do, I kind of think that, you know, there, there are certain, there are certain maybe like trends that people click with that, that makes it a good betting track for them that, you know, just don't always survive from, from meat to meat. So, you know, I, I, I think you kind of have to, you kind of have to, evaluate how you're playing where and then go ahead and strike where the when and where the iron is hot yeah it's uh it was just interesting you know i i always you know took myself as more of a kentucky uh fairground you know that, that cdi uh circuit just because it's my home track and you know i there you know arlington is and you know i seem to kind of follow the midwest tracks a lot more and uh yeah it's just not the case this year i mean i'm just like i've done awful um at churchill it's like a huge huge liability and it was it was it was just interesting like i was talking to, to caleb and, and mark the other night and they're like they're like dude like you really just probably should just play doubles like i, I they're like like it, it was just like you obviously like there's something there that you see that you are just like either not seeing another another bets or just getting unlucky I, I don't know what it is but like you know uh it, it it was significant uh the the difference in uh in return on investment so um so i, I mean i i have been focusing more on that and and i've kind of you know they're unfortunately you know i i just like a lot of us get caught up in chasing all those uh carryovers you know and there was a couple of weeks there where it felt like there was a new carryover every two days. And, you know, I was firing away at Indiana grand carryovers and, um, you had a uh, double, double pick six carryover at Belmont and yeah, yeah. Belmont carryover. And I was doing all this stuff and like, 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 you know, Belmont, like that makes sense. Like, cause I do follow Naira pretty closely, but, um, you know, I, I was, I was kind of just, you know, burning money at some of those other chasing those other carryovers. So, um, I'm trying, you know, taking this time, you know, trying to refocus, you know, go back to go back to maybe just, you know, playing, playing more doubles and playing more pick threes and, and just trying to, um, you know, just leverage those up a little bit and not worry so much about those, uh, the big, you know, pick, uh, pick four, pick five, pick six. Well, pick six, I'm also positive, And I think that's just from chasing carryovers. I think I hit two. Uh, I think I've hit two this year. So I mean they were both pretty small. I know one was at Gulfstream. That was a couple hundred bucks. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean we'll just uh, just gonna have to kind of you know go with that. I, I just think there's something about the pick five. I, I just I don't know. I, I'm just not. I, I, I like I I don't remember the last pick five I hit. Like to be five, honest, pick fives so. are hard, man. I I I honestly feel like pick fives are just some of the. Is just a wicked hard bet. Like, I mean, pick six is also, but usually you're either helped out by like a, in some, I mean, in the the jackpot format, you're helped out by either the smaller base or if you're not helped out by the smaller base and in, in a jackpot format, then it seems like it, you know, like with Naira with the one dollar pick six, they offer, I mean, you get you get like a five of six payout, um, 
too, which makes it a little less difficult. There's there are none such protections. I guess maybe Gulfstream has that for the pick five, but um, the vet, pretty much everywhere else, there are none such protections with the pick five. And you know that fifty cent base kind of in the middle between the twenty cent and the fifty and the dollar. Um, I mean the the price on a pick five ticket can get really expensive really quick. Um, you know, just knocking it down to a pick four is always is always you know a lot more affordable. So. You know, with the pick five, you're you're not only do you have to be right five races in a row, um, you you have to usually pick a pick a spot to actually be like economical, unless you're just playing you know big fuck you all tickets, you know. Um, so I, I I honestly would rather stay away from pick fives, focus on pick fours, and if I think I can hit a pick four thin, then go ahead and up the base. Um, and then with pick sixes, like. Especially, I mean, I'll pretty much only play the pick six at at Naira because that's just, you know, that feels like home to me. And I'm only going to really play it if I feel like it's a sequence that I actually like and I feel like I actually have a chance of hitting that sequence. Um, Like I thought I did with the double carryover. Like I thought I was all over that sequence. I think I went like two of six in it. So apparently it was, that was foolish, um, you know, foolish uh, confidence. But at the same time that i mean i had i had the confidence where i felt like uh felt like that was a stab that i should take and you know invest a little bit more in it than i than i generally would uh in any other sequence because i thought it paid well and i thought i you know i could hit it if i if i spent x amount of dollars which i think it was like 160 bucks yeah um yeah so i i kind of want to bring that up. like have you seen anything weird at all about this year like like when you go back and look through um you know look through your 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 stats you keep or or kind of like do you see anything different or are things seem you know pretty normal like i know oak lawn was a was kind of a weird meet for you and um but i know aqueduct like you started off like just like crazy crazy on fire so I don't know if you if you've noticed anything like kind of weird or out of the ordinary this year so far. I've been I've been wagering nowhere near as regularly as I was last year. So given that it's really hard to pick up on on anything or, or anything strange like you know Belmont is pretty much playing like I always remember Belmont playing. Oakland was just since they built that hotel for me it's been a, a really hard track to to figure out it it seems like um you know and it was it was just kind of a a different kind of you know they built the the hotel in 2020 was the first meet with the hotel and so you had just these you know constant 12 horse races that were filled you know filled with high grade talent every race and then this year was the first year like since they built the hotel where it was essentially just like a regular meet and so there was still like there were growing pains this year that I think that, that you weren't able to have, you know, you didn't really have last year because last year wasn't a normal year. So, I mean, I can't pick out anything like specific. I I know I'm, I'm right now down on the year, but I mean, it's only, it's only, you know, June. And if I hit one big bet, then I'm pretty much, you know, up and there's still, still, the chance for me to, you know, if I don't connect on something big, just to honestly grind out, you know, a profit for the rest of the year, 
because I mean, fall Belmont is when I'm usually, I, I usually click pretty well. And then Saratoga, like whenever that inner turf track at Saratoga dries out, just watch the fuck out because that's when I start, I start hammering stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know the, you know, the, the big part of the year is coming for everyone. I know like my handle skewed a little bit too, because, you know, I, uh, I, I played a lot more in the beginning of the year than I normally do. Um, and that may or may not have been due to uh, certain cash infusions that may or may not have happened. Uh, possibly um, uh, government related, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of been, it's kind of been wild just kind of going back and looking through and, you know, I was talking with, like I said, talking with Mark and Caleb about it, and they were just kind of like, "That is not at all what I expected to see." When you said you, when you said, uh, you know, showed us uh, your your stats for the year, so so that was interesting. Um, and you know, it does kind of make me a little a little sad that you know I'm I'm not I'm not doing as well at Churchill because I'm usually pretty excited for you know Stephen Foster. Um, they do the See, I used to think it was a night card, but I think you're right. I think we were talking earlier. You said it's a twilight card. Um, and I, I just always, I don't know. There's, there's something cool about playing the, playing the night races and playing like a good, like a, like a nice track. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's a big enough card that even if they, if it starts as a twilight card, like it, fin- it definitely finishes under the lights. Yeah. But and like not not to say that there's anything wrong with like an Emerald Downs or a, a, a Canterbury, which you know we do play. Um, you know we we tend to play on Thursday nights, uh, and I mean I usually play occasionally on Wednesday too, but definitely Thursday and Friday. You know, just kicking back with a beer and, and toss on TVG or or playing like the low sell um, quarters and stuff like that. Um, but you know, there's just something about you know, uh, a legit like graded stakes race run under the lights. It's just kind of cool or, or a card like built around, um, around the night racing, you know, uh, I kind of wish Arlington had night or uh, headlights. Cause I think that would be like, that would be a huge draw out here, but you know, uh, we'll, we'll see if it, if, uh, if they're still open past this year, which is looking more and more like they will not be, especially with the rumors now of, uh, Apparently, the Chicago Bears put a bid in to buy uh, the buy the land so they could put a, build a stadium, which is kind oh, of yes. funny because the it, Arlington it, Heights Bears. Yeah, and it's it's just so funny because, uh, like, I don't know if it's like this in every big city, um, but here in Chicago, in the Chicago area, sorry, because I don't live in Chicago, I live in the suburbs, um, but like people get really mad if you say you're from Chicago and you live in the suburbs, like there's just like this, like weird, like elitism. If you say you're from Chicago and like, it's just funny because it's like, you know, if I go somewhere uh, and uh, I say, Oh yeah, I'm from Wheaton, Illinois. They're going to be like, where the hell is that? It's like, Oh, it's by Chicago. You know, it's looks like, dude, like I'm saving, I'm saving the, you know, I'm just explaining. Hey, I'm from the I'm I'm from the Chicago area, whatever. But I'd be uh, like, oh, home of Jim Belushi, yeah, and John Belushi, the Belushi brothers of Wheaton, Illinois. They are from Wheaton, aren't they? 
Goddamn right they are. I don't throw out celebrity trivia unless I'm certain. Dude, I are you wait, are they really or are you just like like giving me shit? No, Google it. They're the Belushis are from Wheaton, Illinois. Let me see. I just pulled up Wheaton, Illinois. Oh, here's Oh, it, there's a entire Wikipedia page for list of people from Wheaton, Illinois. Like the funny thing about Wheaton, right, is that it's known for their their churches. So like um uh, okay. Billy Graham is like the big uh Wheaton, Illinois guy. You know, he's he the Wheaton College uh is got like a crap ton of that Graham money uh in it. Uh let's see. Military. Yep, Jim and John Belushi. Holy cow. Good call. I it's amazing that you just had that like at the ready. You know, you know more about where I live than uh than I do. But uh yeah, it's just so, you know, people people were making that Arlington Heights Bears joke like crazy. And then I was just like, you think about it. It's like, dude, like the L.A. Rams don't play don't play in L.A., right? Don't play in like Inglewood. Or is that or is that part of L.A.? I don't know. That's part. That's part of L.A. I, I believe um, the New York Giants uh, in the New York play Giants, in New Jersey. New Jersey, right? Yeah. The and 49ers, San Francisco 49ers are in like Santa Clara. Yeah. Know. And it's just like, dude, like, look, let's just like, let's, let's pump our brakes here. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, that, that, that whole thing, I guess has been a thing for forever about the bears moving to Arlington park. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just, a, it's just a leverage thing. It's a leverage thing to get what they want with the, with the city for, you know, soldier field for either additional remodeling or or maybe even just trying to convince them to build a, a new stadium in the city limits which i seriously doubt will ever happen but they'll just keep making soldier field more and more of a fucking spaceship yeah but but yeah so it, it's just kind of like uh i don't even remember what point i, w- I was uh i was getting to before that but uh uh, oh, about Arlington running under the uh, Arlington running under the night lights if they had it, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens uh, with Arlington Park. But uh, I'm not I'm not feeling as optimistic. So I I think if I remember, I think like it's like July 17th. Um, I think I'm gonna try and get a box or something and go out. Uh, that's like their their million day preview. Um, so they have like their 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 smaller stakes and their um they're like kind of uh, winning your ins for for the the big races that happen a million days or mr d stakes day so i'll probably be on track uh that day um but uh yeah i mean this the next couple weeks are you know pre saratoga and del mar so that's going to be uh you know it's going to be kind of light for me i think until then um what uh, what do you got going on this week, Chase? Uh, you you doing your usual uh, appearances like in twenty million places? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'll be doing always be racing Friday with uh, Blackjack and Danielle at three Eastern, two Central on on the ABR live um, uh, Twitter stream. Um, then uh, let's see, we'll have our stream Thursday night, and I'll be doing my thing with. Uh, xfl gym on the on the gymnasium uh sunday night nice omni present sir omni present 
Yeah, and we'll be we'll be streaming Thursday night. Uh, we still as a. Uh, it was kind of funny because last week, you know, we were talking in our chat, and we were like, "Hey, we got to get better and like actually know what we're streaming like on Tuesday or Monday and figure that out." And um, we've had a couple things kind of pop up that have uh, derailed derailed it. But I think, like I said, we we've had. Uh, We've had a couple of internal talks, and I I feel like we got some exciting stuff coming up. So, um, absolutely, one hundred percent. But uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be streaming Thursday night. We'll we'll be streaming something. Um, so you can always catch us there on our YouTube, um, and on Twitter. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you got anything else, Chase? I mean, it was pretty. It's a pretty light week. Um, but I did wanna wanna keep this train going, and. Uh, yeah, just keep talking racing. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. I'm, I'm just uh, feverishly flipping back and forth between the the hockey game and the basketball game. So, uh, yeah. Big, uh, big shout out to Keep Pounding. Big shout out Ratchet Rachel. All right. Well, for Chase, I'm Josh, and we will catch you guys later. <laughs>